thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week. This time, listener Derek writes in to ask, how do weather presenters know exactly the number of lightning strikes and how do they record them? We got in contact with the Met Office and spoke with lightning scientist Dr Graham Marlton. Lightning is an electrical discharge through our atmosphere. It produces a very strong electrical current of the order of thousands of amps and that heats up the air around it which causes an audible sound wave to propagate outwards which we hear as thunder and finally because there's a large electrical current flowing downwards that actually generates a very broadband radio transmission and it can be detected at various parts of the radio spectrum so one of them is the VLF between 3 and 30 kilohertz and one of the great things about VLF is it can propagate thousands of kilometres without becoming attenuated. So at the Met Office, we operate a a lightning location system that uses this property. So a lightning strike occurs somewhere over the UK and a VLF radio wave will emanate out from the lightning strike. And we operate 10 to 11 receivers across Europe and it will be detected at each receiver. So we know the relative time between each receiver. And from that, we can geolocate the lightning strike. Uh, and so in practice, our lightning location system, Leela will detect many, many lightning strikes each second and it's able to geolocate each one and position it. It's so interesting that it's the radio waves that you're detecting rather than the lightning that we see visually. Is there any other way of detecting lightning strikes other than just this VLF radio wave system? There are three or four satellites in orbit around the Earth which have what we call lightning imager sensors, which are basically high-speed sensors that look at a particular part of the Earth. And when a lightning strike occurs, there's a flash, and that's counted. So at the minute, there's some geostationary ones over the United States. There's one on the International Space Station, and we are awaiting news about it coming online. There'll be one based over Europe and Africa, and that is over the Greenwich Meridian. And when it eventually comes online, it'll be able to provide optical lightning information from its sensors. How do you weigh up the difference between radio-based detection systems and optical imaging sensors? So with some of the optical imaging sensors, they're obviously in space. So they have the perspective of they see what's happening in the top of the cloud. But if you think about the kind of clouds that produce lightning, which are, you know, often towering cumulonimbus clouds, which are often 10 kilometres deep. If you go to the tropics, they become very uh, deep clouds indeed. You may not necessarily see the lightning that strikes the ground from the space-borne sensor. So it's one of these things of we often have to combine observations to build up the best picture. The lightning strikes that tend to happen within the cloud, you know, they can be seen by the optical imager. However, 
the ones that cause most damage are the ones that you know that hit the ground for the tv weather report is going to be as you mentioned those strikes that hit the ground rather than the ones that are happen up in the clouds and aren't really relevant to how we are here on the surface i think we have to be very careful what we say here because all lightning strikes are relevant because we can say oh we're on the ground but if you start thinking about aviation they're really worried about the ones that are happening in the cloud as well which is why it's important to combine that information so there you have it derek thanks to the met office's lightning scientist dr graham malton And next week, we'll be hosting a special question and answer episode of The Naked Scientists. So please do send your questions in to chris at nakedscientists.com. That's chris at nakedscientists.com. Question of the Week is part of The Naked Scientists podcast and supported by The Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.